Hello and welcome. My name is Meredith Beeson. I'm the Director of State Affairs at the Global Business Alliance. Welcome to this episode of State Snapshots, where we feature different stories and speakers from across the country with perspectives on what's happening in the states. Very excited to have Mr. Pakulski, uh, Ken Pakulski, Vice President at the Business Council of New York State, with us today, uh, talking about some of the activity on the legislative front. So, uh, Ken, we'll turn it right over to you. Uh, I know New York wrapped up their budget earlier this year, but can you share some of the highlights from the budget? I know it was quite contentious. Sure, and thanks for having us. We always like working with your organization. We have a number of members overlapping. Um, so thanks for having us. Uh, sure, New York State is the only state with an April to March fiscal year. So we always go first, and good years are bad. Um, you know, we are the first state to act uh, in the in the wake of the American uh, Rescue Act passage and the, the funds flowing to uh, the state. So that made a, a significant difference for us. I always, when I talk to, to people who aren't that familiar with New York, they're always surprised at our, our numbers. So our final all funds budget, which includes federal funds that flow through New York State, uh, end up at 200, $212 billion, which was about $16 billion higher than the prior year. It's a big number, uh, even for New York State. The unrestricted federal aid that went to New York was $12.6 billion. We spent only about five of that. And even with that federal largesse, uh, the state legislature raised taxes by about $4 billion, $1 billion uh, on business income taxes and the rest on high income, personal income taxes. So we, we raised a lot. Uh, we spent a lot, significant increases in school aid, uh, spending on, on child care services, uh, higher ed, transportation, sort of across the board. And I don't know if any state has followed suit. No one, none that I'm familiar with at this level, uh, we put $2 billion into our budget to provide, in effect, unemployment insurance aid for undocumented uh, residents of New York State, a big number, probably the most controversial aspect of the state budget. Generally speaking, you know, New York jams, typically jams its budget with a lot of non-budget issues. Uh, we didn't fare, business community didn't fare too bad this year. Uh, they imposed a, a price mandate on uh, broadband providers. But beyond that, we saw no broad-based labor mandates, environmental mandates in the budget. The Really, the biggest issue for us was the increase in, in corporate taxes. Yeah, thanks, Ken. That was a great overview. I know it's a large bill that moves relatively quickly. Um, and just for members' benefit who might be tuning in, you know, GBA did weigh in on a smaller provision related to uh, the Medical Supplies Act within yep. the budget, which uh, was seeking kind of to put further restrictions on procurement of medical goods and some PPE. So we uh, joined forces with some of the in-state um, tech manufacturing groups and, and just weighed in. So I know that was part of the final budget that did end up passing, uh, but great overview, Ken, really appreciate the perspectives. So I'd love to, you know, talk about Buy American. I, I know these issues have really percolated in New York previously, especially, you know, most recently on transportation projects over a million dollars related to sort of U.S. source steel. Are there any inklings of other Buy American issues uh, that are cropping up in, in terms of state legislation this year? Well, you mentioned the Medical Supplies Act, and that's contracts over 50,000 for PPEs. There's a green, there's a, a, a major... Called, it's called CCIA, CCIA, the Climate Community Investment Act. It's a bill that will not pass this year, but it's a, a $10 billion tax 
on carbon-based fuels uh, and 10 billion in spending as well. And in there, you see embedded in numerous places uh, that the investments that are funded through that program are um, basically by American requirements. But, but I said, that's very unlikely to make it through both houses this year. The one uh, active by American bill is focused on road salt and it would mandate that any governmental entity buy American produced road salt unless the, the price premium was 25%. I think that's a 50-50 chance uh, passage. And the sponsor's memo on that is couldn't be more clear. It's in direct response to some recent success in non-domestic producers uh, winning bids. Uh, so it's you know clearly you know anti-trade and anti-trade focus. Now for New York State, we have two major uh, salt production facilities in Western New York. So this isn't just by American. This is by New York. Very helpful, Ken. Some stuff uh, for members to keep a close eye on, definitely as we head into the second half of the year on procurement-related issues. So what are some of the other issues that are keeping you busy, Ken? I know it's uh, now kind of fully into other policy areas um, and with the end of session kind of right around the corner. What is what's keeping you up at night? Well, sort of in the vein of Buy American, there's an interesting bill that passed the Senate Thursday and uh, so far is not moving the assembly. Basically what it says, if you're a, a business, regardless of your structure, corporation, partnership, LLC, where one entity, one foreign entity, person or, or organization owns 1% of your business or in aggregate, multiple foreign entities own 5%, you are prohibited from making any amount of political uh, uh, contributions or independent expenditures in New York State. And, you know, as a practical matter for us with, you know, uh, U.S. equity markets, you know, estimated 35 to 40 percent foreign ownership. If you're a publicly traded company, this basically bans you from political av advocacy in New York State because the kicker in the legislation says every time you make such an expenditure, you must certify under penalty of perjury in a classy felony uh, that you're below no you're below those ownership levels. This is uh, you know dubbed the, the Protect Protection of Democracy Act. It's driven by uh, uh, John Podesta's organization in D.C. Uh, we know it's been introduced in a handful of states. I don't think it's going to pass, but the fact that it's gone through one house is a is a real concern to us. So that's keeping me, uh, you know, pretty busy. Um, the other uh, major, far far broader issue uh, for us, and it, again with a foreign uh, a foreign uh, pedigree, is what we're dubbing EU style antitrust legislation. It's going to pass our state senate today. Uh, it's really modeled on on EU, uh, EU practices where. Uh, the thresholds are dominance, uh, dominant market, abuse of a dominant market position, uh, both terms undefined in the statute, uh, but clearly intended in New York State with a state who historically has a very activist attorney general uh, would significantly broaden their enforcement authority. Uh, it also includes uh, private rights of action. So that's a, a real concern for us. Uh, it's being driven by uh, the number two person in the Senate, uh, Michael Gianaris, uh, who you know has a longstanding animus towards, I'll just say, big tech. Uh, he was one of the leading opponents of the of the Amazon 2.0 headquarters that that end up failing in in Queens, um, and he often gets what he's looking for. So we that's going to go through the Senate today. Uh, we've spent as much time on that bill as any issue we've worked on this 
this session would be really damaging to the state's economic climate, we believe. And we do think we're going to be able to hold it in the assembly, but it's a, it's a big issue. Uh, you know, the, the Senate held a hearing on this last fall and, you know, the legislators' visions of what this could be applied to was incredibly broad. And they're not talking about big, big business. They're talking about really localized, uh, you know, competition issues among the restaurant community. Uh, they're talking about going after companies whose labor policies they don't like. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's a big broad bill, uh, but I do think we'll 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 be able to hold it up. Great, that's helpful, Ken, and we really appreciate and look forward to continuing to work with you and partner with you on some of these important issues. For members, uh, we'll probably do an update on some of these foreign influence and in election trends uh, in the coming weeks. So please do stay tuned. I also think we need to deep dive and probably do a special member update on some of the antitrust discussion, at least just ensuring people are aware of it and its sort of implications and relationship to sort of EU standards as well as uh, Ken just outlined. So I have a couple more questions and I couldn't not talk with you and ask about Governor Cuomo. Obviously, he's been in the news quite a bit. I uh, saw over the weekend there's some action out of the legislative branch in terms of putting out some possible dates for impeachment proceedings. So anything to add uh, on uh, Governor Cuomo? Um, well, he's our governor. I, and, I mean, the, 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 the titillation, if you will, over the weekend was that the, the, the legislature put in a bill that expands the authorization of one of our appropriation bills to include expenditures by the legislature related to their impeachment inquiry that's going through the assembly. I don't see that as a, as a huge deal. I think it's just a, almost a technical amendment. I mean, we're we were. I was talking to some other some other um, clients of mine earlier today. I I mean, I think everyone's got the same answer. We don't know where this is heading. Uh, but it strikes me that unless there's an AG inquiry underway as well, um, there was one incident that was referred uh, a while back to the the local uh, police department. Unless one of those uh, investigations, you know, comes up with some some evidence of criminality, um, I don't know. I think it's a long shot that uh, this governor is going to be removed through impeachment. Uh, I mean, it's been really moving incredibly slow. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all internal. So there, we know the, the assembly is just like, you know, our counterpart to the house that does the, the impeachment inquiries. It's, it's being done through our assemblies being done behind closed, closed doors. So from an outsider, it's hard to say where it is, but that, I mean, that's my sense of it, that unless there's a, some allegation of criminal act. And by the way, he's up for reelection in November of 2022. So we'll see one way or the other, what is, what his future is going to be. Well, thanks, Ken, for uh, the just brief update on some of the news that came out this weekend. You know, we've been having a lot of conversations with governors and executive branch policymakers, specifically across states. We're hoping to get the lieutenant governor from New York in in the next month to have a conversation with our members about economic recovery. But I'm curious um, what the climate for discussion on recovery and economic, creating economic resiliency is in the state. Has there been any focus or attention on that, given some of the federal stimulus dollars coming uh, down the pipeline? Oh, sure. And so New York probably did as broad an economic shutdown as any state. And right now we're, we've largely rescinded those restrictions with a few notable exceptions, mass gatherings 
you know, think uh, you know, basketball arenas, baseball stadiums uh, still have some limitations and a few in large uh, hospitality venues. Uh, but we're seeing we're still you know, lagging the nation in terms of recovery. If you look at our unemployment insurance numbers, but it's one of those rare instances where upstate, which historically lags behind New York City and downstate in terms of economic uh, economic growth, is has actually didn't sink as far and, and recovered quicker than than downstate did. Downstate being so dominated by by hospitality, entertainment, and tourism. Uh, but there's been a lot of effort. Uh, to, uh, to um, encourage uh, recovery, one of the, in that, that large budget we passed, there was about $1.2 billion uh, in assistance targeting small businesses in general and uh, two different uh, funds targeting hospitality and the arts uh, in particular. So, uh, you know, there, there's certainly an effort. We're, we're getting there. Uh, we've, um, we did pass a bill, you know, we've had, uh, since we did the, the broad, shut down in, in March, uh, and by June, there was a, a, a formal operational protocol for every category of business in New York State. Uh, that's now been codified into statute and ultimately will have, you know, permanent legislation on what to do in, in cases of widespread, uh, you know, pandemic type public health risks. So, and I think, you know, businesses have been, been you know, figured out how to do this, and I think we're doing it fairly well. Uh, the the contact tracing work that New York State has done shows I think the the transmission workplace transmission is estimated under two percent of all uh, positive cases found in the state. So I think we're I think businesses uh, responded pretty pretty effectively, pretty responsibly, and uh, we're certainly I think all a little smarter than we were two years ago on on the, on the right things to do. Definitely. But as always, I like to end our state snapshots podcast with a lighthearted question, just a little bit about how you may have used a product or a member service uh, in the last month. Well, just last night, it wasn't myself, but my daughter, who's moving from Boston to South Carolina, but we're outside, we're having a mini heat wave here, and I was having a, uh, a locally produced beer and she was drinking a Heineken and she was, she spent three months in Europe before in her stay over there, um, somehow became her favorite beverage. <laughs> hey, that's great. Well, Ken, thank you again. Absolutely. <laughs> stay tuned again for some upcoming events that GBA will host. Um, a few of the, the issues that we've talked about today, especially on foreign influence and election bills that have percolated up in New York as well as potentially some of these antitrust laws uh, that Ken flagged earlier. Any final words? Wish us luck for the next four days, three and a half to go. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with the end of session. Thanks, Meredith.